Welcome to Choir Talks, again, the coronavirus edition, week three here at home. Uh, for those of you who are looking at the video, you see that you're here at my house, and otherwise, if you're just listening, glad that you're here to join us. We are going to look at another psalm. I've been reading through the book of Psalms as we are experiencing this um, quarantine time, and uh, the other psalms that we focused at, I chose specifically that might deal with... Um, of what we might be struggling with here jointly as with the coronavirus. This, however, um, it's just a psalm that stuck out to me. It doesn't really apply to the coronavirus, but it's a super important psalm and maybe one that, that you don't read as much. It's Psalm 101. So uh, if you're at home, you might pull out your Bible and read it with me, Psalm 101. And it's a psalm of David. And uh, so here's what David says. He says, I will sing of your love and justice. To you, Lord, I will sing praise. Psalm 101 is, is a statement of commitment. It's a song of commitment that's, that uh, David sings back to the Lord, the one who is his Lord, that he's committed to. And he makes uh, two commitments here. First of all, he says he's going to worship, but he's going to worship God based on two attributes of God. One is his love, and the other is his justice. Now, here's what's really unusual is that it's um, all of us love to sing about God's love. Um, it's so easy for us when we have messed up or we feel alone like we have maybe this past few weeks that we sing about God's love and his presence with us. But if that's all we sing about, there's not a balance in our understanding of who God is. So, so David says, I will sing of his love, your love, and your justice because just as true as God is love, he is also just, he is also holy. And uh, we don't like to praise God uh, when we experience his discipline. Um, Hebrews 12 tells us that God disciplines those he loves. That those two things are both a part of the way that he deals with us as a father. Um, Hebrews goes on to say that no discipline seems pleasant at the time, rather painful. Later on, though, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace by those who are trained by it. So David knew both sides of God. He knew his love. He knew his mercy. God rescued him, uh, delivered him from Saul, for instance, and, and many times in his early life. But he also knew God's justice. When David sinned, uh, God brought consequences into his life. Um, just Let's read just a little bit of Psalm 51. This is the psalm that he wrote after he sinned with Bathsheba and had a, uh, an adulterous affair, and God disciplined very, him very harshly. And so he writes this song of praise. He says, in, the, in Psalm 51, he says, For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, and you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. So, he was also willing to praise God for his holiness when it brought consequences, when it brought uh, judgment and justice into his life after his sin. So uh, <clears throat> you'll find that Psalm 101 is really more about that side of God. Um, so he says, I will sing of your love and your justice, Lord. I will praise you. Verse 2, I will be careful to lead a blameless life. When will you come to me? I will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. Uh, so he mentions the word blameless twice here. Um, he says, first of all, he's going to live a blameless life. And in his house, he's going to have a blameless heart. So those are two themes that he's going to develop here. Um, I'm, I'm caught by the word careful here. He says, I will be careful 
to lead a blameless life. Now, careful to me speaks about intentionality. I like to think of myself as a good person, and I think most of us do like to see ourselves as a good person. But the truth is, the Bible tells us that um, we have this old fleshly person that is bent to sin, and um, that we have this propensity to sin. So as good as we might like to see ourselves, the truth is that we are bent towards sinfulness. And so the way to be blameless before the Lord takes some intentionality. It takes us being careful, being committed to live a life um, that is uh, that reflects God's holiness. You know, we like to praise God and say out of our mouths, God, you are holy. Uh, you are, are the blameless, holy, awesome one. But if we're not serious in our about sin in our own lives, then those words that come out of our mouth are just hypocritical. Um, so he says, I, I believe you are holy, and that's going to be reflected in my life because I believe it. So I'm going to be careful to lead a blameless uh, life. I'm going to be intentional. Um, and, then he, and then this phrase, when will you come to me? Um, that's unusual. He's, um, he's longing for God's presence, even in the midst of thinking about his, his justice. Um, if you think about the life of David, he had this expectation of God's presence in his life. Uh, as a young man, he anticipated that God would be with him when he walked in front of Goliath to battle him. Um, as a man, he loved God's presence. As the king, you remember, he danced before the ark and then celebrated God's presence. Uh, as a psalm writer, he marveled at God's presence when he wrote um, uh, Psalm 139, in just that eloquent uh, passage where he says, where can I flee from your presence? Where can I go? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I go to the deepest places of the earth, you're there. And uh, he just, he marvels at God's presence. And then the psalm we read earlier, even Psalm 51, he talks about, um, as a sinner, that he, he ran into God's presence. He comes to him and says, God, cleanse me and, and create in me a pure heart and do not cast me away from your presence. Um, instead, restore me uh, the joy of thy salvation. So anyway, he says, I'm being careful to lead a blameless life. When will you come to me? I'm seeking your presence. I will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. All right, so here's intentionality. Um, first of all, you have to give attention to who you are at home. I think this is the reason I chose this psalm to share with you today, because most of us are at home, or at least all of us are probably at home more than we have been. And um, so it reminded me that um, integrity is really about who we are all the time. If we're going to be a person of integrity, we can't be one way out when we're interacting with people and somebody else when we are at home. Integrity um, means that I'm the same person everywhere. And so he says um, this, I'm going to conduct the affairs in my house. When I'm in my house, I'm going to seek to have a blameless heart. I'm going to try to have integrity uh, at the, in, in my house. That's, that's when I'm the true me uh, is, comes out, and that's got to match up with my me on the outside. So here's some ways he, he does it. He says, first of all, verse 3, I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. In other words, in my carefulness to be blameless, I'm going to give attention to what I see. Now, I also thought about this here in this time at home. You know, um, integrity is that principle of who I am when nobody else sees. So, you know, here you are maybe spending some time alone. And uh, so I'm just going to ask you a personal question. Are you being careful with what you see? 
David realizes the um, crippling effect of what he allows his eyes to see, what he soaks in. So he says, I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. So in this time when you're at home and maybe there's opportunity to look on something that is vile, are you being careful with what you see on a screen somewhere, on a TV screen or a computer screen or a phone screen? Um, he says, I'm going to give attention to what I see. And then he says, I'm going to give attention to the relationships that I have. He says, I hate what faithless people do. So let's hate the sin, not the sinner, right? I hate what faithless people do. And so I'm not going to let that influence me. Or he recognizes that all of us are influenced by um, the people that we hang with. And so he says, I hate what faithless people do, and I will have no part in it. I'm careful. I'm intentional. I'm going to separate myself from that which displeases God. Uh, he goes on to say, The perverse of heart shall be far from me. I will have nothing to do with what is evil. And then he mentions two specific things um, that, that concern him about the way other people act that might be a temptation for him, I guess. First of all, he says, Whoever slanders their neighbor in secret, I will put to silence. Um, so he is careful about gossip. He is, he is careful to separate himself from gossip so that he can walk in integrity. And then secondly, he says, whoever has haughty eyes and a proud heart, I will not tolerate. And so he's going to be careful about his relationship with someone who's proud. Someone who's proud is more likely to um, influence us in, a, in, a, in wrong thinking and wrong living and wrong acting. And so he says, I'm going to be intentional to give attention to the relationships that might draw me away from the Father. Verse 6, my eyes, instead, my eyes will be on the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. The one whose walk is blameless will minister to me. Uh, so here's what I think he's saying here. You know, he's, he's the king, and so many people come into his presence to uh, be a part of his administration. They minister to him. Uh, those are the people that he is saying, this is my circle, the people that are close enough to me that I allow to influence my thinking and my behavior. He says, they're going to be this, they're going to be the faithful ones. Um, they are going to be the ones whose walk is blameless. Those are the ones who will minister. Those are the ones who I'm going to bring in close enough so that, they're, that they will influence me. And then he finishes saying, no one who practices deceit will dwell in my house. It's really important to David. Um, that the people who he deals with are people of honesty, um, that they don't practice deceit. Honesty is super important, and without it, we, we will not have integrity. Integrity is built on honesty. So no one who practices deceit will dwell in my house. No one who speaks falsely will stand in my presence. Every morning I will put to silence the wicked, and I will cut off evildoers from the city of the Lord. Uh, sounds like he's pretty serious about his relationships. So again, um, his, he wants to be blameless. He wants to reflect God's holiness in his house, uh, in his attention to what he sees, in his relationships, in, in his heart, and in his friendships. So that's Psalm 101. It's a challenging psalm. And I hope that in those challenges from David that, that you can come alongside and say, I want to live a life that's the same way. I'm going to live a life that, that pleases the Father, and I'm going to be careful to do that. Let's pray together.
Father, I thank you, Lord, for this great psalm. Even though it challenges me and challenges my friends, Father, God, we want to live a life that is of integrity. We want to live a life where we are careful to walk in a way that pleases you. So, um, Father, the psalm writer says, Lord, Lord uh, search our hearts and, and know us and show us any way in us that displeases you, Father, so that we can walk in your way in integrity. And I ask that for myself, God, as well as those who are listening today. And Father God, we want to ask you in the name of Jesus, God, that you would take away this COVID-19 virus. God, that you would end it and, and end it in such a way that people understand that you are behind uh, its ending, Father, and that, that you cut it off, God, so that they will give you glory for your great power. Father, I pray that you protect lives and protect people. Give our leaders wisdom in, in how to lead us and help us to be good followers, Father, so that there would be uh, no more loss of life, God. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for sharing with me today. Hope you have a great week. Be safe. Be careful. I'll see you next week.